everybody welcome to another episode of screen peeking a weekly podcast where ziggy and i get together and talk about video games and everything video game related today we are going to be talking about cyberpunk 2077 just like everybody else and uh (laughs) kind of given our review of it so that being said that doesn't mean we're going to give a number um we the way we want to do reviews here is just talk about it talk about it a lot today's episode is going to be purely spoiler free and then we're going to have another episode next week um but we're recording it today that's going to have spoilers and talk about everything in the game so uh this will still be our actual review the next episode will be just us talking about everything spoiler uh everything with spoilers and nothing held back and just kind of really give our uh, feelings on a lot of that stuff so very very story heavy um kind of so, probably uh side mission kind of structure and stuff like that yeah. where we can really not have Actually, to worry about what we say right uh in part one we didn't really talk about this are we okay with spoiling like minor side quests because there's you know there's like the major character side quests but there's also a bunch of like smaller I think, less important ones are you okay think, talking about those i think we should stay away from we it just hold off i think okay, we should be pure like everything like completely spoiler free where okay if you haven't played the game you're still not going to have know much more than what the trailer showed you kind of thing okay. like treat it like as if the i guess spoil a lot but sure but yeah, right? I, know but yeah. I guess if it hasn't mm-hmm. been shown in a trailer or in a gameplay then don't talk about it too much it, mm-hmm. like at least in terms of like characters and stuff um mm-hmm. and then that way we can just talk about because there's a lot of talk about that isn't yeah that no, stuff sure. so i think we'll mm-hmm. be fine and then yeah next week we'll talk about everything else so um that also that also means that we're just gonna be um I don't know what I was going to say here. Sorry, <laughs> we I, I got sidetracked there. But but basically, yeah, today's episode is all about the review, all about our feelings and impressions. And uh, now we've had over a week with the game. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun, I think. So yeah, uh, yeah. don't really have anything else to address right off the top, but you can get this up, this uh, podcast right now just on my YouTube channel, uh, at my Nicola mm. YouTube channel. I'm sure that you're watching it right there right now. Uh, actually wait no are we gonna so i i forgot to cancel um my subscription to to the service we use so we might actually have a few more audio ones coming just because i'm irresponsible with managing my accounts but um it's great for you guys i guess (laughs) yeah Um, yeah true we will throw it on there i guess but uh mm -hmm. but it's still not but that's a, that's a bonus. That's a bonus. It's not a <laughs> don't Present get used from to me. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, let's just jump into it right away. Um, okay. Ziggy, what are your what are your feelings right now? You've beaten the game. We've both beaten the game. Um, mm-hmm. You've been playing it over a week now, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of what's the feeling it left you once you rolled credits? And how are you yeah, doing now? So I I'm like 40 to 50 hours played i think and i think you have more than me you're like in the like 60 70 range right um but yes i've played quite a bit i've gotten four out of the five endings and the fifth ending i didn't really bother because it's it's like going to spoilers there's five endings yeah there's five endings um and the the fifth one without going to spoilers is not really like a true ending it's just sort of a side thing so i didn't really bother um but so i've seen pretty much all the story i've gotten a good handle on the world and I would say, like, my top-level thing is I think this game has a lot of moments of greatness and a lot of moments where it really, really shines. 
but it's just really inconsistent with that, I suppose. Like, I would say overall, I, I, I really like this game, but there's just a lot of things to criticize, and I hope I don't sound too negative in this review because overall, I do genuinely really like it, but I feel like the things that I really like are a lot... Like, like to say I like it's like, oh, I like the story, or I liked this, and there's not a time to say, but the stuff I didn't like as much i feel like i can go a lot more in depth and criticize you know mm. so i hope i don't sound like i'm just trashing on the game because i don't hate it i i do actually really like it but but yeah there is a lot of caveats to that and overall like kind of the big question even leading up to release was like is it disappointing and to some degree i would say yes and we'll go into that later as far as what i mean by that but um but yeah anyway sorry that was a long so, no, <laughs> no, so you? so would that you say disappointing is the feeling you've left the game with then if you weren't able In to play ways. it anymore now and you're done uh-huh. that's it you're not allowed to play it anymore what's your I feeling i would say because my when i say it's disappointing it's more in the sense like this isn't the game i thought it was going to be it like on almost on a like genre standpoint like I, I wasn't really coming in expecting, like, the best thing since sliced bread. Like, I feel like I've said that on air that, like, I mean, <laughs> I was excited for it, but I wasn't, like, out of my mind hyped for it, right? Right. Um, but this is, I, I was going in expecting, like, a great deep RPG, like, on the level of The Witcher or something. And I got, like, a very good but mostly pretty linear um, open world cyberpunk game. And, and that's great. Like, I actually really love what I played it at. It just isn't necessarily what i came in wanting or expecting and i'm kind of disappointed in that regard but like the story i still really enjoyed the combat i actually enjoyed more than most people i think and stuff like that like i had fun through it it just wasn't necessarily what i expected if that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense i uh i i totally get where you're coming from there my Mm -hmm. feeling going away from this game was similar in the sense of it's not the game I thought it was, mm-hmm. but also I love Fallout <laughs> and I, yeah, and, yeah. I, I and uh, that's the kind of game it, it it's like Fallout more than Fallout. It's more like Fallout 4 than it is any other game I can compare it to in my mind right now, mm-hmm. um, but better. And for me, mm-hmm. I am extremely satisfied with my version of the game and the product mm-hmm. I got. I am very happy with it. I am not a sellout. I am not popular enough to be a sellout i (laughs) i actually just i if i had to say a disappointment it was like you said i thought it was going to have way more control over like i was thought i was going to have more control over where the story went and i felt very limited on what i could actually do i felt like your your um your life paths that you choose at the beginning didn't really matter at all yeah Uh, i found most of my options were all just blue text which is just to get more to like have a different option or just say something different or to get more context Mm -hmm. about a character or a situation but it doesn't further the dialogue it doesn't continue the story and there were a couple but it wasn't very often and so i was kind of disappointed in that regard but combat wise i love the game i'm Mm -hmm. loving the combat i'm loving the way you can build your character and the the progression in the game with the items and and the gear and all that stuff i think it's so much fun might be a little broken i mean i feel a little bit too powerful and i'm playing on the hardest difficulty there is and uh that 
all being said, I'm just having a blast with this game, though. And uh, I do think the gunplay and I think that the combat is actually much better than people were saying. They're like, oh, it's just, it's like, don't don't get too crazy. It's an RPG, so the combat's not that great. Like, no, it's actually really good. I, I think it's, I think it's close to, like, say, uh, my closest comparison right now is, uh, I wouldn't put it on Destiny level, but I would put it on the Borderlands 3, which, in my opinion, is very, very good. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know if I would quite rate it that high. Like, the golden standard for me is, like, Titanfall and Apex as far as, like, what really, really good. And it absolutely is not that level. But I do think it's I think better than, like... Mm-hmm. But I think it's better than something like Fallout. Like, and I think... it, it Like, Fallout has always felt really clunky to mm-hmm. play and shoot to me. And this doesn't... At least on a keyboard and mouse, it doesn't feel clunky like it feels smooth i'm able to click heads you know i'm able to really do (laughs) what i want to do i i like the way a lot of the weapons feel like um the way i usually i almost never used automatic rifles and so i usually would have some kind of handgun like a revolver i liked um i'd have like a sniper or a marksman rifle because i really like the way those like tech marksman rifles feel where you can like charge up shots and hit people yeah so let me interrupt you just so i can let you continue in a second here because i was actually i was you're going along the path i was going to ask you what is your like favorite build or what are you kind of going for with your character attributes weapons all that stuff so go ahead and continue but (laughs) that's one of the things i wanted to ask you okay yeah (laughs) um sorry i was yeah okay yeah and then i have like a marksman rifle and then usually like a shotgun or a katana you know for up close because the katanas i really liked (laughs) the the rest of the melee weapons didn't really do it for me um, like I had the mantis blades, but I found I never really used them just because the katana was usually better, which kind of made me sad because the mantis blades are so cool. Like, what about the dildo? Just having to pop out the what? The dildo. Oh, the dildo! I did get the dildo. I used that for a bit <laughs> just because it was the the best like close range weapon I had, and that kind of goes into a criticism I have of the game in terms of like tone, because mm. like playing a serious mission and then whipping out like a massive dildo and hitting someone in the head with it just feels weird. Like that sort of intersection of like, um, a really good and serious story. And then like something from rip from like GTA or, um, or saints row or something. But you don't have to use it. They're not forcing you to use that. No, no, no. And and that's, and that's, it's a small criticism, but anyways, as far as my build and then, um, for stats and stuff, I was focusing Mostly on like strength and hacking. So the athletics, I think it's called, or no, just strength. Um, that was like where I put most of my points into, and then a fair bit of like, um, like quick hacks and stuff like that. Because I liked doing that. Like I like sort of going in, not really trying to do stealth, like just lighting the place up, but then also having the option to like weaken enemies with that and like set people on fire and like jam mm-hmm. the weapons and all that stuff in the middle of combat. I thought that was really fun. Um, and yeah, like the, the actual shooting, like the reload animations are all pretty smooth. I don't know if I've talked about that on air, but I, I have a thing for reload animations. I, I love Mm -hmm. juicy animations and that, and, and they look very nice, especially there's a few guns that were just really smooth and I, I loved hitting R every time. Um, yeah, the charge rifle, um, the tech, like the chargeable precision rifle. I love that Mm -hmm. reload animation. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of them I thought were a bit slow, I would say. Like, where I'd hit reload and it'd be like a couple seconds of like slowly taking out the clip and putting it back and then taking out a new one. It's like, oh, come on, like speed it up. And, <laughs> and it's something like, you know, when you're using an LMG and then, yeah, you gotta like lift it up, take that kind of makes sense. But when you're just like reloading a mag, it felt 
a little weird to have them move so slow, but again, like super nitpicky. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had a lot of fun with the gameplay and the combat. I, I know a lot of people, their issue with the gameplay kind of largely stems from stealth, which I barely messed with at all. So I, I never really experienced that. And thus I had a pretty damn good time. Just like a lot of the time they'd say like, Oh, you know, there's so many people here. Like, we got to go quiet, you know, there's too many, and be like, no, whatever, and then just kick down the door and kill everybody, <laughs> and, and I'd be fine, but yeah. Anyway, nice. sorry, what about you? What was your build? Yeah, so uh, I, I'm not sure what all the, like, what everybody feels, how, how everyone feels about stealth. I haven't really been checking out other people's opinions too much, because I wanted to kind of really be, like, sticking to mine uh, for this video. But um, I'm looking forward to watching a bunch of reviews. And I mean, I've seen enough to see a lot of the hate that's going on around this game. Yeah, but yeah. but in terms of what people liked, I've barely heard anything. So uh, this is what I've been. I've been really excited to talk about this with you. Um, my my experience is like kind of half stealth, half action, where I start out stealthy, try to do that breach protocol, you know, weaken the enemies. I've been leveling up that. I, I went like fully into intelligence. So all about getting into the systems and weakening enemies and taking out money and, <laughs> you know, getting out, <laughs> shutting down all the cameras and that kind of thing. And then once I knew that was good and, and everyone was weakened and everything was like turned off, I could run in there and just do a bunch of quick hacks and I would, you know, ping so I could see where all the enemies are. And then I'd run in and just like light them on fire or do things. And then I'd use my smart weapons and start shooting around the corners or charge a uh, mm -hmm. gun. And now that I could ping, I ping the enemy, I could see them through the walls, just shoot them through the wall. No problem. Felt yeah, a little yeah. overpowered, but it was still fun. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. Like for me, it was very, very tech focused and I wanted to stay away from using guns at first too much. So I kind of just stuck with my one. I had one charge precision rifle that I used almost like on my stream. I think I used it for like almost nine, 10 hours straight. Like it's pretty much was my it? main gun. I used. I'm just going to say the name. So it's no spoilers, but was it Widowmaker? I think it's called. Cause I used that one. Yeah, I think so. Game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, That's a really fun gun to use. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, one of those iconic ones so you can level it up and stuff, but I left it like mm -hmm. where it was and just kind of stuck with that for the longest time. What I realized, though, is that um, the hacking and the quick hacks were really fun, but also kind of encouraged a gameplay that I found kind of boring. Um, mm -hmm. I did, like, I found the stealth kind of boring and kind of pointless because you do, like, I'm playing on very hard. I die almost in one hit pretty much every time. I swear on stream, every single time I died, I would look at the camera and go, like, huh? What? Like... <laughs> What happened? I don't understand. Like yeah. I was fine. I was full health and then I was dead. So what happened there? You know, and I, most of the time I didn't know how I died. So, um, so I would go stealth at first and when you level up ping, which is like the very first, um, quick hack you get in the game, you can level it up, you know, from green rarity to blue to purple. And it just increases the duration of it, where it basically no, marks all the enemies connected to the same network or all the items and things connected to the same network. You can see them through the walls, for those who don't know. So you can see all the enemies through the wall, and you're like, oh, that's awesome. I can see them through the wall. Then you can mark them. For me, I'm using a controller. You can click the right stick, and you can mark them. Then they stay visible all the time. Mm -hmm. If you get ping leveled up to legendary, it adds a passive bonus where you can ha quick hack enemies if you can see them through the wall. So, oh geez, yeah. <laughs> that, in my opinion, felt really strong and overpowered, and I loved it because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't notice that. They'd go for a lot more like 
damage focused abilities but i was like i need to keep mm -hmm. that on there so i would level up my little whatever it is the chip that goes in your head to have like many slots i have like six different abilities and one of them had to be ping all the time because i just mark all the enemies mm -hmm. i'd be outside don't even need to hack into that camera you just see where all the people are poison one he connects to everyone else it's everyone's poisoned start uh zapping mm. people and then they're getting fried and they're you know everyone's freaking out inside this building dying and i haven't even shot a bullet yet <laughs> and i'm just like this is great yeah. but it's also not fun because you're just sitting there watching all these like mm. silhouettes die <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah yeah so like that that's a bit of like a push and pull on like my build for what i liked so then lately i've actually swapped it to where i'm using uh a smart sniper rifle a smart assault rifle and now that thing feels overpowered because i'm again i'm on very di very hard difficulty and this assault rifle is a iconic one as well and it can target up to five enemies at once and i'll double jump right over a ledge see a bunch of guys on the ground before i hit the ground i'm just like and they're all like home bullets home in on them they all die and i just land and i'm like and if i don't kill them then i just go into slow motion with my like hack into the one i and then i use like the um cripple one or whatever where it makes it so they can't attack they can't move they can't do anything they're just standing there and it can spread to other people so then you just do that and then you just stand in front of them shooting them and i don't know it, it it felt very it feels like i can kill anybody and no one can hurt me now but if they hit me once i'm dead it's just it, i don't know it's weird so um that's yeah, my build it's funny it seems like how fun the you find the gameplay to be kind of depends on like how deep you go with the game systems which which you you th i mean i guess that's kind of like no shit but like <laughs> it's, it's it's interesting because the game kind of never really encourages you to do that like i for much of the game was just using basic weapons i was hacking mm -hmm. sometimes but not like a ton like what you're saying was all like oh whoa i had no idea you could do half that you know um and because i i just never really felt a need to like i, I was playing on the normal hard difficulty i forget not not the highest but like mm -hmm. i never really felt the pressure to like craft weapons or really invest in like cyberware or any of that like mm -hmm. i i usually just fit like used weapons i found off dead guys got like cars or whatever from side quests and like iconic weapons and i kind of just did all that and i never really felt much of a need to delve into those systems but but yeah i mean what you're describing like if you do invest in those systems and that's all like kind of it seems like when you've leveled stuff up because i looked at it and a lot of what i saw was like yeah it doesn't really seem that interesting whatever it's like mm -hmm. just small stat buffs i don't really need that yeah um but, but yeah, like when you go deeper, I was watching a video too on like the, the cooler cyberware you could get. I was like, what? How have I not seen any of these? Like I've gone to a fair few Ripper docks and usually all I'm seeing is stuff like just, yeah, just small stat boosts. Like, oh, you get slightly longer duration for this or you can see this or whatever. Um, and yeah, but I, I kind of wish now that I did like invest in more of that stuff because what you're describing sounds super fun. And I, and I wish the game sort of like, pushed me to do that more i guess like right I, I wish it did actually kind of like have like that whip behind me to be like oh well you're not crafting all your weapons are under leveled or oh you're not investing in this you're getting your ass kicked because you're not prepared you know um, yeah like in in metal gear or something you know where you have infinite tools at your disposal and it kind of really forces you to use all of them because otherwise like just just like tranking people in the head only works for so far you know like eventually you have to really yeah go for it um and i would agree with what you're saying about stealth like i tried i tried stealth in a few missions it didn't really do it for me um just because it's like 
it's really simple and the visibility of enemies is kind of janky um where like a lot of time i try to go stealth and then i'd get spotted from like a mile away and then the entire thing is on me you know i'd be like yeah whatever and i found it's just usually like faster and more fun personally to just light the place up so i didn't bother with it too much but but i'd like yeah stuff takes too I, long I usually to get the I same usually result forgive bad stealth systems when it doesn't force me to use it mm-hmm. like there there wasn't any forced stealth missions from what i saw actually except for one but it was a side quest so i wasn't too worried about it um but there wasn't any forced stealth so i never really had an issue with it because if i don't like the system i i don't have to interact with it you know and i think i i think that's fair um actually uh related to the stealth topic and it just happened to see this on my notes here uh mm-hmm. one i was watching um the kind of funny like ps i love you xoxo and uh, i don't remember i think it was just the last one but it might be the one before i can't remember what when they did it but anyways they had a uh i guess one of their community members was talking about how they were bummed they were forced into a boss fight when they were focusing on stealth and uh, how they felt like mm-hmm. that was pretty ridiculous and i was like that you know what? that's really a good agree. point that's a really good point and uh and I was just thinking about it, and I was like, that that would be really sucky, actually, if I was focusing mm-hmm. on purely, like, a stealth build, and then, yeah, you have to literally face it and a boss, like, head-on. <laughs> Let, let's say it was yeah. on very hard difficulty, right, where I'm dying in, like, one hit. No joke. <laughs> and it was, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, like, I would be so choked. I'd be kind of irritated. I'd have to, like, go and do a whole bunch of side content just to, like, get some other things, you know, leveled up. And like you mm-hmm. said, they don't really push you down those paths so if you go down the wrong one you can't really or not even the wrong one but the one that doesn't work out well for you in a situation then you can't even like respect your character for a fee or you know do anything like that which i feel like the game is so i know it's not long long but i feel like it's long enough that you should be able to pay a certain amount of money uh in the game and be able to reallocate your points I totally agree. Yeah. Um, I don't think any it's worth it to have to like, if you're wanting to run through the story again, you're going to be holding B or pressing B a lot to skip dialogue lines. Mm-hmm. And like, there's mm-hmm. a lot in there for you to skip. Um, yeah. And a lot that you can't skip too. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. And uh, so anyways, I just wanted, cause I saw that note on there about that. I was like, yeah, that would, that would really suck going, doing a mm-hmm. boss fight and not being able to, <laughs> or having a really tough time with them because you focused on being stealthy and you're like, you can't even stealth attack a boss. Like, that's rough. The only thing I looked into after that was that I guess you can really work on poison, but, like, <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. are you going to do other than that? So, I Yeah, yeah I mean, on, on a similar note, like, kind of what we were touching on a little bit before of the game doesn't exactly feel like the RPG was marketed as. Um yeah, like it sort of feels like to me the customization of what you can do with your character isn't really fully there. Like I think in terms of stats and what you're saying strategy, I think it is to some degree where you really can focus in on hacking and have that be your thing and make your character play like you want them to, but in terms of like actual role playing, I found I had mm. a hard time like playing the character that I wanted to play mm-hmm. and like and being the character I wanted to be and like my choices really didn't matter. Like when I when I went in, I had like based on what they said, like, you know, your life path has consequences and like 
the story, like, they described it many times as a branching story. This is not a branching story in the slightest. Like, Mm-mm. the most the story branches is at the end, and, like, the final hour at most. And even then, the branches are largely going through the same level, just with different characters and in a different context. Um, and I... So when I was playing, you know, like, as a corpo, like, the first 20 minutes, you know, I was starting in the office, doing my thing, and then it just sort of puts me into where the rest of the story goes, and it kind of just forgets about the fact that the intro started that way. Like, <laughs> it it very quickly just gets rid of the, my life path, sort of. And, and it, it, it comes back, like, in dialogue, you know, where I can... If I'm talking to someone... Did you play Corpo too? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and so, you know, you're talking to someone, and then, you know, you're talking to, like, a business person. You're like, oh, well, what if we make a deal? And that's, like kind of about the extent I saw of it. It's like, oh, your boss really won't like this. I know because I work for Arasaki. Yeah, I've know? had a boss before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that was like about yeah. the extent of what I felt the life path actually changed. And and that, that was kind of disappointing to me. And I mean, there is moments like the ending, I think, and we'll talk about it next episode. I don't want to go too into it right now, but I feel like yeah, don't go the into way it the all. game ends... <laughs> is how I wish the rest of the game played, where mm-hmm. I, I did feel like my choices mattered at the end, like yeah. who I hung out with, all these things I did suddenly were like either biting me in the ass or really helping me, and I, I was like, this is so cool. Like, why wasn't the rest of this game like this? Like, this is neat and and isn't out of reach. Like, The Witcher so- 2 is kind of infamous for having a choice that you can play two completely different second halves of that game, depending on what you choose. And it's strange coming from that developer to something like this that is very linear in the way it tells its story. And and it's not, like I said, it's not bad. Like, I like the story quite a bit. Like, I actually really like the main story. Um, but it just isn't what they said it would be, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm curious. Um, again, we're not talking about the end. We're not talking about spoilers mm-hmm. or anything. But I'm curious if they started out by building the beginning and the end of the game and they had like wonder, a rough yeah. a rough story line for how to get from one point from the beginning to the end and then they tried or they were kind of dabbling on different ideas and things like that and they just got to the point where they're like nope we're, <laughs> we're not but mm-hmm. like because yeah that beginning and i find like yeah your life path choice is cool for about 10 15 minutes like it's actually pretty pretty sweet in my opinion like it could have done more <laughs> with it for sure but i think that that is like a a nice thing that to have it's nice it didn't do enough but it was cool to be able to choose which path you wanted um mm-hmm. and then the end had a lot of options like you said and that was really cool and uh yeah that, that that's all i wanted to say there mm-hmm. um man i had something i was gonna say like while you're talking and it completely slipped my mind <laughs> well i have something else i can talk about uh because okay. that one of the things was like for me the uh the game ran good, but not great on my system. And until Digital Foundry mm-hmm. had their video come out to like what settings to optimize, and I, I was still, and even now though, still like the game looks gorgeous. I'm still, I'm on a RTX 2080, not a not a super version like yours, but um, but regardless, I I was like I'll have the game running totally fine, and I'll somehow out of nowhere i'll be in a freaking stairwell and then i'm dropping down to like 10 frames or something a second and i'm like what is yeah, going on yeah. why is it doing this or i'll or i'll be just chilling in an area and all of a sudden the lights start 
like flickering and it looks like spots everywhere and i'm too. like that's going weird and then the frames start dropping and i'm like something's happening like this is not because it's mm-hmm. my system there's something going on here and uh the afterlife bar always kind of tanked it for me a little bit what area the the afterlife bar like i found yeah like whenever i went to the afterlife it got really like chuggy for me which is strange because it's indoor and there isn't like that many npcs going on yeah it's very very interesting but yeah the game looks gorgeous but like i feel like we've been talking about a lot of positives and we've kind of talked about like a little bit on the fence there with like certain things and it's like for me Mm One of my negatives is just the the game is not optimized enough to run very well, even on strong hardware. So no kidding, people are having issues with their base PS4 and Xbox One yeah, consoles. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, if like, screw it, I'm, t- I'm taking the gloves off. I've been holding back. Um, All right, let's get right I into wanna it. Talk about, I want to talk about some of my negatives with this game because of my notes I have, I have like, about a page and a half of good stuff and the rest is negatives. And like I said, it's mostly because the good stuff is harder to talk about at length. You know, it's, it's more simple. Um, I'll I'll be good cop. You'll be bad cop. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's go. One of the first things I want to talk about, because this is really important to me is the way this game handles social issues sucks. Like full stop. The, I, I, I'm a cis white dude, you know? So it's, I my opinion isn't necessarily the most important or valid opinion out there, but there is things like my my partner is non-binary, so trans issues mm-hmm. mean a lot to me, and I really really dislike the way this game handles that. Um, from and it, and it's disappointing because it seemed at first like it was actually going to do a good job. Like when I heard about the character creator, and it seemed like it's doing away with gender options. You know, it's just letting you like choose your pronouns and then choose how your character looks separate from that. And it isn't like they yeah, don't that was say weird. it's male and female, but you start with a male and a female, like, and you can choose your pronouns separate from that, but your pronouns are tied to your voice, so yeah, it doesn't hell? really work. <laughs> and that makes no sense. Like, it doesn't need to be. Like, you, those two things don't have to be linked. And when you have like the mix it up ads everywhere that I'm sure you have seen by now, with mm-hmm. like the the very female coded model with like just a big veiny dong and it like it's very you know like fetishized and like meant to be something you mm-hmm. laugh at you know and yeah. and and when people are like hey this isn't cool their response is like oh well it's cyberpunk you know like they're they're oppressed just like anybody else but but that doesn't really hold up when when you don't see any other side of trans people like in my playthrough i never met any trans people in the game like, yeah exactly I, I agree and i think that's the biggest I think there issue there are a couple yeah i think there are a couple trans characters in the game but from what i've heard they aren't handled super well like in side quests and such hmm. um so and i can't really speak on that but like it just sucks like it, it really sucks when it seems like trans people are only only in this game to kind of like gawk at and in other things another one that really rubbed me the wrong way is Cyberpunk as a genre is really, really deeply rooted in like Japan and Japanese culture. And the fact that this game's only real representation of Japanese people is Arasaka, who are like the foreign villains of the game. And the the major Japanese character you see is Goro, who talks in this like really cartoonish accent and talks about like honor and a bunch of samurai shit constantly it's just it's a dumb stereotype that they really like well okay just (laughs) here's the good topic i I agree with you on on like the on certain lines and stuff like that but i do think Mm -hmm. like to a point i is it 
I don't know, when it's like, okay, well, that's just a stereotype, whatever, like, but also there could be people like that. Who cares? Like, who are we to say that mm. there isn't? You know what I mean? Uh, that, and, that's that's and all I my side of things. Is... <laughs> I do agree. I would agree more if there were Japanese characters in a game that weren't like that. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the only representation we see is the Arasaka people who are very, like, honor and samurai and that sort mm. of thing. And it's not that egregious. Like... It's, it's not that bad. It's just disappointing to me that there's very little respect shown to the culture that kind of created this genre. Like, because mm. cyberpunk is, like, it has roots in Akira, which I'm a massive fan of. Hell yeah. The fact that I have a patch of it on my jacket. And, like, the box set of the manga and stuff. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> and, like, like, I'm a huge fan of that stuff. And it's mm -hmm. kind of disappointing that they don't necessarily do that justice and and those were the two to me that really stuck out obviously like um polygon's review of the game i forget the name of the woman who wrote it but it's it's written by a trans woman and she goes into a lot of those issues a lot better than i can because she is trans she's more qualified to talk about it you know um but that that was one of those things that was just kind of consistently like ugh. And especially since those mix it up ads are everywhere like oh a lot of the ads are everywhere <laughs> yeah there, the there's about like, one. <laughs> oh man there's about like 10 to 15 ads that are just like everywhere and mm -hmm. they'd get old after a while especially when they're all like just really i mean as they probably should be it's that's kind of like what they're going for but they're all just like really annoying <laughs> you know because they're all like loud and in your face and mm -hmm. like extremely sexualized which which is the point but but yeah it's it's disappointing to me, and honestly, it's mostly disappointing the way this game handles social issues, just because it seemed like they were going to do such a good job, and so it's sad to have the game release and be like, oh, maybe not, you know? Um, right. Uh, can, I, can I give my two cents on, on that yeah, part? Yeah, Cause, uh, totally. I agree with you for most of it, uh, or pretty much for everything other than what I piped up on. <laughs> I mm -hmm. Yeah, I was... Uh, really shocked like you said the the mix it up ad i was like really that's the only that even without reading this polygon review you're talking about like even mm -hmm. i as a straight white guy who is pretty dense a lot of the time when it comes to these these things um i mm -hmm. i was still i still noticed that and was like have mm -hmm. i met a trans person i don't think i, I don't think so you know <laughs> and like that kind of yeah, like yeah. I, I was like well that's weird that that's the one like person i see is this ad and it, yeah mm. it's clearly meant to be kind of like as a almost like a, a humorous ad in there mm -hmm. um but yeah like like I, I obviously can't say much on that but mm -hmm. when it comes to the character customization i also noticed the whole like what your voice decides that's weird like yeah <laughs> like why yeah. is that the thing <laughs> i there should be, there should i was be so a shocked pronoun option too. no no it should be totally separate like how, what yeah. like what do you want to be called in this game you know that kind of thing should be mm -hmm. a totally separate thing um but if not call really of duty can do it you can too just call of duty <laughs> do it thing Call of Duty, yeah, in Black Ops Cold War, you can be non-binary, and people refer to you as they and them. And, like, wow. if fucking Call of Duty <laughs> has more progressive politics in terms of trans people, like, man, you you can do it, too. <laughs> like, that's... The game's it, just not done. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's... And, but, yeah, with, the, with yeah. the customization, though, separate from all that, like, I was really disappointed in... in uh, actually, I want to pull in another part of what you were saying, too. But, like, mm -hmm. role-playing as a character from the visuals of making your character 
to actually what your character is all about, who you want to align with, you know, all that stuff. I was extremely disappointed when it came to that. Mm -hmm. I had a whole document written up. I had my backstory of what I wanted to like pretend like my character. I was thinking of having a lot of fun with it on stream and being like, okay, I'm going to be like aligned with this gang. You know, I want to, I don't really care about, uh, you know, I'm going to take advantage of the scavengers and I'm going to, you know, wipe out the maelstrom and whatever you know like things like that i was like yeah that's what we're gonna do and so when i get choices i'm gonna make these choices but every mission was basically like oh do you want to kill them or do you want to work with them mm-hmm. and it's like well okay that's cool I'll, I'll choose the one that i was going down for my path and then later on you meet these these the same like group of people and then they'll not even give a crap about what you did before and (laughs) i don't know i just was really disappointed in that and then yeah the visual side i was trying to make taylor my wife and trying to be like hey i'm gonna make taylor just in terms of visuals not (laughs) what she would be in the game right but i was like that'll be fun went on to there and then yeah it's like preset eyes preset nose mouth and it's like it's it's fine but it's not as good as you would expect out of that game like yeah, it was this sort of thing where, you know, you heard pre-release, like, oh, you can even customize your dick. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say next. Like, yeah. is the, the dick customization is only a gimmick. Like, it's it, pointless. It feels it's like just, just like to a, be laughed oh, at look, again. We, like, you, you can. There's no point. You never see it in a cutscene mm-hmm. unless you take your pants off while, like, customizing your, like, and, like, when you're changing your clothes. And, like... But outside of that, like you can't really change your body type for can't, much. Like, I, 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 I just yeah, wanna, yeah. I just want to. <laughs> I might be wrong here, but I, I, I think I checked, and I, like back when I was making my character. So we're talking like, it looks like I played the game for sixty nine hours. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> sixty eight point nine hours. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I was making uh my female V, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I could not. I could go nude or not nude, and then I don't think you could put on a dick. Huh. I th- uh, but I think on the but on the you male could you could like totally have a vag. <laughs> uh, huh. If I remember right, I'm pretty sure that was a like a missing option from the female V. Because but but I might be wrong there. I just I'd have to double check that. But mm-hmm. um, if I remember correctly, which I feel like I I am. I I, I was pretty like I'm disappointed if that is actually a a fact is yeah, uh seriously is like what why <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah but it's, yeah yeah just to, just as my view i i was disappointed in the customization period <laughs> like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and another thing we talked when we were like a while ago starting this up like what we want to do for reviews and we both said or we both thought that like touching on accessibility is an impo- is important mm-hmm. and to that fact i also want to say they it's it's very little really very exists little they have they have like colorblind options which are good they aren't like terribly robust they just have a few things you can select from but after that like they don't have any sort of sliders for changing like the subtitle size or contrast they don't have like a lot of just a lot of really basic features and i'm mm-hmm. not like an expert in accessibility like i don't have any of those disabilities so that didn't affect me but it's disappointing in a year with the last of us part 2 which had major innovation in that like in a year where accessibility is an award at the game awards like where that sort of seems to be in such the public eye that one of the biggest releases of the year just has nothing in that regard you know and and also like to the greatest extent the fact that 
this game gives people really bad seizures, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like the, yeah. the brain dance things yeah. are terrible for those people. And you think somewhere along the line, someone would have said like, Hey, I don't know if this is it. Like this maybe isn't great. We should tone this down. We should change it. We should have a toggle off. And I think the reason it doesn't kind of comes down to something else I want to talk about, unless you have anything more to add here. I do. I do really quick. So keep it, keep that okay. in your head um, because I actually did go back and I turned on The Last of Us Part 2 to look at some of the mm -hmm. accessibility settings that they have in there because I haven't actually, <laughs> until yesterday, I didn't actually look into what all those options were. I had just seen a quick little trailer touching on some of them. But like, I won't go through them all because I don't remember. <laughs> but but some yeah. that really stuck out to me that I had no clue they even had in there that I was so like, I was like, damn, that is cool that they have this. They have the ability to turn off whether enemies say flank you or do like other like AI, like certain functions in the game. Mm -hmm. And like just to, you know, if you're having a tough time with this game here, change, you know, ch tune this, change that, you know, change your reticle, have motion with the controller for aiming instead of just the control stick, you know, ch tune that sensitivity, put on colorblind mode, put on this other like visual modes, all these other visual modes so you can see items better. And like all that stuff is so impressive. I was just floored because I had never actually looked into it. I had just seen whatever people were talking about. Right. And uh, so I was just really impressed with that. That's all I wanted to say there. I was just, I thought that was so cool. I thought it was so impressive. And I was very happy that they got that award at the game awards um, for the accessibility when I looked into that more. And yeah, I mean, kind of what makes that type of accessibility great is it's not just built for people with disabilities. Like it's built for people who are maybe just new to video games mm -hmm. or maybe just don't have those laser reflexes that other people have, you know? And like, and that's fair. Like you should still be able to play the game and have a good time. And like, there's difficulty settings in here, obviously, but they're just very like easy, medium, hard, not anything. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think every game like should or needs that level of like laser precise difficulty tuning that the last of us has but but i wish games had more and i wish this game had basic accessibility features um and anyways that stems into the next thing i want to talk about which this game is unfinished like this game is very rushed and in my opinion and yep. from what i saw i think that stems way past just oh it's buggy and it doesn't run well like i think you can really feel in the design of this game, the fact that it was kind of rushed out the door, like with what we were saying of your, your actions don't really have much consequences. You know, your choices don't really matter. I, I think they wanted to have that. Like, I don't think they were like, <laughs> we're going to say this and we're never going to implement it. Like we'll really throw one under on them. I think they had full intentions of that. They just ran out of time and budget and like, and that, and it's disappointing, you know, it's, it's, it seems like this game sort of suffered from a bit of of feature bloat in the sense that they kept adding stuff and adding stuff and then realized, oh shit, like we have way too much on our hand. This design doc is too full. And I'd start cutting stuff and that's where stuff feels, I said stuff like 10 times in a row. <laughs> um, and, and that's where things start to feel, you know, unfinished or rushed or broken where, you know, certain combat systems don't feel fully fleshed out or certain choices don't feel as good as they should be. Things like, why can't I get a haircut in this city? Like, why do barbers not exist in this city that is yeah. built around customizing your own body? <laughs> like, that's so that that's one of the weirdest things to me. The fact that you can't even change your hair. Yeah, that is um, weird. But 
And, and things that, to me, I don't think will just be fixed in patches. Like, I've heard a general sentiment that's like, yeah, you know, The Witcher 3 was buggy, too, when it launched. And I think these bugs definitely will get patched. Like, I think a year down the line, this will be a much smoother experience. But I still think that there's so many things that are just core to how this game was built because of that level of rush that I think aren't just easily patched out, aren't easily just, like fixed i think it would take redoing a fair bit of stuff and and maybe they will who knows maybe they will actually kind of change the way the main quest works and allow you to make more important choices but i don't really see it happening per se my my only hope is that in what whatever like dlc they put out it has that same level of like customizability and decision making and stuff um however actually a side note and then i'll let you give your piece on it is I felt that side quests, I actually could really be who I wanted to a little bit more. I felt like I, and that's mostly because they were smaller and more contained, you know, like there was certain, there's a certain side quest where like halfway through this lady said like, hey, like whatever this guy's paying you, I'll give you like double if you just walk away and leave right now. And I was like, okay, I like money. And then I left and like, I have no idea how the rest of that side quest goes. Right. Because like I went that way and that's cool. Or another time where, I like somebody was like, oh wait, I'm not working with them. Like they they they're forced me to do it. I'm like, Shut the fuck up! I just shot him and moved on. Like yeah, stuff stuff like that, and that's kind of empowering and cool to do. Um, and I wish that there was more of that. Like that's part of what I was saying at the very beginning. Like there's moments of greatness in this game, and moments where it really, really, really shines. And I just wish the whole game was like that. You know. Hmm. Yeah. The um. I wanted to talk about how the game was shown. You were talking about how it's rushed. It's not finished. And, and I'm going to get mm-hmm. more into that. But to start off, the game, I was just looking it up to, so I could get a little bit accurate here. Um, the first actual gameplay was at E3 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And that was back when they were like, it'll be ready when it's ready kind of attitude, mm-hmm. right? And I remember seeing that all over the place all the time. It'll be ready when it's ready. We, you know, putting little teases in all their little like things that they had uh, whenever they'd show mm-hmm. an image, there'd be something secret, some kind of code or whatever. And that was fun and exciting, but I do think they showed the game too early. I think that, um, and I don't know what caused that. And I'm kind of, I'm really disappointed that they showed the game so early because with a game like that from a company like them who had such a lot they had so much um, respect from gamers and from people and a hundred percent. There's no way when they first showed that, because even then when they showed the gameplay, remember they're like, this is not final. This is just our vision for the game right now. Like they must've been so bare bones beginning of like the actual, like here's how the game's looking now. (laughs) Like the, the, the stuff that they showed, like they did a 50 minute, gameplay but i feel like that must have been one of the few missions they had done at the time or something like i yeah, i feel like they, before that must have been just all lore all world building uh, assets right and objects mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and then to finally have like okay here's how a mission could go if you were doing strength or you know hacking and then like okay that's sweet but now how do you build a full game out of that so i don't know i'm obviously just speculating here the fact is the game wasn't finished when it came out but my speculation is that they didn't really have much to go off of once they showed it at E3 2018. And that was two years ago. And now the game is out. And I don't think two years was enough for them to do the like the big 
you know have you you know be able to show off their their vision the way they wanted to i feel like they just bit off more than they could chew and uh and uh they really are regretting it now i'm sure but it's yeah it's too bad because yeah you can see where they were going and like we said earlier the end is amazing uh, there's a lot of great mm. options there the beginning um has potential and it has the bare like the groundwork for what would be amazing and uh yeah that's all the in between that is still a great story like you said but it's not put together in a way that we expected and uh that kind of made me want to talk or bring up really quick here there's three main issues or three separate things that, that people are talking about in this game and they kind a lot of people are bringing it together like i said i haven't been watching too much in terms of reviews but just in like opinions right a lot of negativity i think a lot of people are bringing three main things together and it's getting confusing and kind of gobbled up together and you know it's like people are like oh well i don't agree with you because they did this thing great and like okay cool but that's a separate topic so i yeah. think the three different issues here is one the game breaks and is buggy mm-hmm that's that's one issue that's a pretty i think everyone can agree on that it happens on all versions of the game i have i have Mm -hmm. it on pc still runs mostly great i'm still happy with my purchase but i had to replay eight to ten hours because two of my story missions broke and that was very disheartening to have to do because i lost a weapon that i really liked but i enjoyed playing the game so it wasn't like i had to do anything i didn't like doing anyways that was that's issue number one a really, really quick aside oh. on that. I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, the game's just broken on console." It's like if you play it on PC, you're fine. That is not true. No, like, it's not. At least it's maybe you had a good experience on PC, but like in terms of frame rate, it's mostly fine. Yes, it looks fine. It it doesn't look fine. It looks amazing. It looks spectacular. Um, but this game is still buggy as fuck on PC. Like it is yeah. still broken in many ways. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh... So, you know, the one issue is that the game is buggy, it's broken, that kind of thing, right? Um, the other the other ones are the way it was marketed, the way it was expressed, you know, the way the, the game was, ex- you know, communicated to people, what it is, you know, what it's about, you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, that is a whole other part. That's another topic of, like, just people feeling deceived, feeling like they didn't get, like, they didn't get the product that they were promised and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that is separate from the the bugs and, and the game breaking because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't feel like that is the same. I don't feel like that's the same issue. That's one thing is what they're, no, se- what they're isn't. selling you through media. One is actually like how the product is actually running. And I don't think that like one is, one is game design and the other is like rushed programming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the third one is just uh, the way they handled the reviews. That was the other thing people are talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, and I, so I, I do like to separate that because I think that the review process and the way that they only handed out the PC version of the game is very scummy, right? It's very, very lame for them to do that, I think, to put it lightly. Uh, I think that, you know, you're, you've been talking about this game for years. You've been talking about, you know, it's going to be on PS4. It's going to be on Xbox One. And then you're only showing the PC version and people are getting worried and then you don't have the reviews come out for that but then everyone's talking about how their version on pc is actually awesome or for the most part and then the game comes out and people have their (laughs) pre-orders like what is it like over over 8 million pre-orders for this game and who knows how many are on current gen consoles because those are really Mm -hmm. those have a huge install base right now 
It's like I have no source for this, but I heard that it was more like more than any other. It was the the current gen consoles, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for for all that to happen, I, I think that that is a separate issue from the way it was marketed before the reviews came out, and I think it's a separate issue from the way the game is physically running now. I would agree. So, um, I want to touch on all three real quick, and then hear your opinions on. Okay. on all three of those um for me the way the game runs is acceptable on pc for for me this is just my opinion obviously i am okay with the game breaking and i'm okay with the bugs it, until they fix them i don't mind paying the full price for the game like that i personally have played many games that are this if you want to say broken or have this many issues when it's uh this complicated of a world or you know even like i compared to i was telling you the other day i was like i was comparing it to like a fallout or skyrim or western rpgs that are kind of in a world that does have a lot of physics and complications and things story quests mm-hmm. and side quests and all these things that can kind of intermingle and break and characters aren't in the right spot and stuff like that i go that's just how the games are going to launch when they launch and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. uh, i had to replay a bunch of content and i'm still okay with it like i i just know going into it i should be saving more often and when i don't it bites me in the foot you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. i'm okay with that um but seeing the way the game runs on the consoles i am uh, <laughs> not okay with that, <laughs> that, that yeah uh, yeah i heard from a friend they have it on ps4 pro they said they've had no issues they they're totally fine with it they're happy with their purchase so that is a first hand person uh, like experience of a person saying they actually are happy with the game on the ps4 pro which i haven't seen anything about that but this person was like yeah i don't yeah. i don't understand why everyone's so upset about it i i'm having a great time so there are people that are still enjoying the game the way it is right like mm-hmm. uh they're just not talking about it they're not yelling about it hey i'm having i'm having a great time <laughs> i'm louder than all the people that are upset um yeah yeah but uh so with how the game is running i'm totally fine with it the way the game was advertised and marketed i am not okay with that because it was totally a different game it is not the witcher 3 it is definitely more like fallout 4 like i said it is a kind of an rpg but also more of an action game um and for me i found that was very very jarring to i wanted to have a story i listened to all the dialogue but you would go through tens of minutes of dialogue and I found because the gameplay was the kind of gameplay it was, I was like, okay, like get me back into the action. Like I'm just running around mm-hmm. getting that, like, you know, that, that, I don't know, that excitement of just like, you know, you're running and gunning, you're hacking this guy, you're doing that thing. And then you stop and then you just sit there for like 10, 15 minutes. And it was such like a different, mm-hmm. like change of pace to go from intense, like fast action. And, or even if you're hacking, you're just like, yeah, I'm killing all these guys. Oh, shit's going down. I got caught, you know, time to, time to take on these guys and you're fighting them. And then, teammate drives up or whatever and oh hey how's it going get in the car so then you sit in the car and then you wait for like 20 minutes as they're driving oh, the car rides are <laughs> laborious yeah yeah and they're like okay here we go and like i found that was uh something that really got me near the end of the game too it was just a lot of the uh a lot of the dialogue going on and i was like okay like i get where this is going and i'm still happy it was in there like don't get me wrong but for the type of game they were going for i felt it was more the go for the ride, you know, t- t- make your choices. It's more story focused. And I, I would have been fine with that. But then they threw in this like fast paced action combat that I felt like was, I-, I don't know how, how to explain it very well, 
but I felt like I was go, 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 go. You know, you're doing your thing. You're mm-hmm. getting this objective, looting these characters and these items, and you're running around, and like, and then you're just stop. Now sit down mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride. Keep your hands in the car. You know, that kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was so weird. So um, the way they advertised the game definitely seemed like it was going to be closer to The Witcher, and it wasn't. So that's disappointing. Then the third thing, the reviews. I... That is so lame that they did not show all versions of the game and how they ran in some capacity. That is so deceitful and completely on purpose. I don't care what Mm -hmm. anyone says. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. everyone who's got a brain knows that that would be a good idea. The state (laughs) in the state that the base console versions were in, good idea would be not to show those (laughs) before you launch the game. Better idea would be to not release the game yet, but uh, I, yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So, with them doing that though, I want to say, and people aren't going to like this too much, because um, I was telling my one of my coworkers the other day, and he didn't like it, <laughs> but I was, <laughs> but I was saying to them, I was like, you know what? There's some onus on the people who buy these games, and you can't live your life expecting other people to ensure you're going to have 100% a great time. Mm-hmm. If you are excited and you want to pre-order a game, you're putting your money down and you're putting that risk out there. If you're not going to learn by... like, How are you going to learn? You're only going to learn by just knowing ahead of time or you're going to make a mistake and be like, I shouldn't have bought that game. I was making the comparison to back when I had a Wii. <laughs> and I think I bought a ton of games for the Wii that were just garbage. I'm like, what the heck? Why did uh, I buy yeah. this? You know, <laughs> I didn't pre-order them, sure, and I wasn't as hyped as I was for this. But a good comparison of just like, you don't do your research. You think that cover on the box looks cool or you're hearing how this game is neat and then you buy it and you're like that's just not my kind of game or this isn't great or this isn't running how i thought it would or whatever it's mm-hmm. you it's up to you to make sure you're informed on what you're getting and mm-hmm. and it's very irresponsible to put down a pre-order for something just because you trust in a company you shouldn't trust any company that much <laughs> i don't care how much yeah. respect no, they have money. of you yeah. i've I give I gave CD Projekt Red so much respect. I was like, oh man, these guys are not gonna let anyone down. They're gonna be amazing. I did not pre-order, and I'm yeah. not saying, oh, follow me. I'm the I'm I know what I'm doing. But that was that's how what I believe, and so that's what I did in practice. I did not pre-order the game until I think it was the week before or the day before, like a couple of days before, because at that point I just want to make sure I have it in pre-installed, right? Um, but I don't think it's smart to. Put down money for a version of a game that you have not seen yet i think that that's not i would agree yeah that's not a responsible thing and i know that's not popular to say but it but it but i think that people need to learn and maybe this will make people learn maybe this will make people hesitate the next time they go to pre-order and go wait a second this game's still two years away possibly <laughs> like why am i putting down mm-hmm. 70 bucks for or 60 bucks for this thing and uh like i i just don't i don't understand the mindset behind it like i know some games they'll give you a cosmetic items and things like that but that that's not worth it i understand if you're going to do that because you're so excited they can't do no wrong like then do it right who cares but don't do that and then be all don't be upset that they screwed you over and be like well you didn't show me this thing well why did you put your money down then you know uh, you can't count on think, other people protecting you. You need to protect yourself. I think I think I would agree to some to to some degree. Like 
pre-ordering is risky. There's a reason why. Like, the only time I pre-order a game is if I know it's a game I'm going to play, even if it sucks. Like, <laughs> like Half-Life Alex, I pre-ordered because, like, it is a new Half-Life game, even if this is dog shit. I'm still going to play it, like, because I need it, I need to. I'm such a Half-Life fan. And for something like this, I pre-ordered it just, like, a couple days before just because I knew I was going to review it. Like, mm-hmm. whether it was good or not, I knew that I was going to play it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I, I would agree in the sense that you shouldn't do that. But I also still think that CDPR still deserves a lot of scorn for what they did. With that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. Is still really the, scummy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I agree that. They, but, but I don't think it's totally on consumers for believing what they said. Like, I, I think everyone should be more cautious, 100%. But, but I do still think, like, it isn't totally on them. And also. I think it's on Microsoft and Sony that they let this game go on their platforms mm-hmm. too. Like yep. CDPR even said that like they just kind of put it on there through blind trust. Like they just said, "Oh, it's CDPR. We know they'll fix it." Like even though it's broken as shit right now, like it'll be better by release. Mm-hmm. And that's on them. Like they should not have done that. They should have tested it. It should have gone through proper cert and they should have seen Ugh this doesn't run, this shouldn't be on our platform. And Sony kind of went back, like Sony took it off their store and good on them. I think that that is the right choice because if you put a game that is, I I don't use this word a lot, but unplayable. When you put a game that is unplayable on your store for people with with a base PS4, like it shouldn't be on the store. That shouldn't go through cert, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and a game that also could kill people. Like, a game with a potentially yeah. lethal feature in it, that should also not be on your store, you know? And and I think yeah. that there's a fair bit of scorn that should be going towards Microsoft and Sony as far as the fact that they let even let it on in the first place. That's honestly the um, most serious of all the, all the issues, <laughs> in my opinion, mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. down to um, a physical harm. Yeah, no, the, the epilepsy thing is terrible. Um... I want to move on to something else if you're cool with that. Yeah, totally. Uh, you don't want to give okay. your opinions on all three of those things. I, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said pretty much okay. <laughs> up until the last one, which it, it was a slight. Um, but I, I want to talk about the AI in this game because I genuinely think this is the worst AI I've seen from a major game this generation. <laughs> exactly but also in the sense like i was playing this game and i went man this feels really familiar and i realized when you're around the city the ai is almost the same as fucking the simpsons hit and run which is a game i played a lot on the gamecube like it is literally gamecube ps2 level of ai in much of this where you like you accidentally hit someone in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and then 20 cops just spawn behind you and kill you and it's like it's so mind-numbingly bad and i really hope they fix that mm-hmm. but like when you're around the city it is just like <laughs> it is horrible and of all the technical issues i feel like that's one of the worst in my opinion as far as playing on pc goes like it is like i the amount of times i'd get hit by a car because they just didn't know i was there they just <laughs> speed past and hit me yeah or, like my car would be kind of parked in the road and they wouldn't see it and just <laughs> and plow through it and blow it up like <laughs> it's ridiculous are you showing something here oh no 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 it's it's okay i was just preparing some okay, stuff okay. <laughs> um okay. um keep going <laughs> anyway yeah that that's about it i i thought that the ai was terrible do you have anything to say on that um it, it i find it's hit or miss i think there's moments where i'm like what the hell are they doing <laughs> why is uh-huh. it like this and then other moments i'm just 
I don't know if it's because I'm on the difficulty I'm on. I don't find they're doing anything smart. It's just, it's hard sometimes for me to give them an opportunity to be smart because I need to kill them so fast mm -hmm. or I need to, <laughs> or if they do somehow end up behind me. I don't know if it's because they flanked or if just because I positioned myself wrong, but I'm instantly dead. So that, mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't disagree. I just, yeah, so I... Uh, yeah i've just i've seen a lot of the t poses that are hilarious i know that's not an ai thing but that's just uh like bugs in this game are just entertaining and uh i wish i had a bunch of stuff like all lined up to show um but i i don't i just because usually all my stuff's in like the last couple seconds uh, of my little clips but all my clips are about three minutes long so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's something we want to touch on um i also want to talk about the music in this game as as a positive yeah. because I love it. I think the 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 original score in this game is really, really good. Like there's a couple tracks where it's like this really somber cello with like really heavy bass over it, and it's it's wild, but I love it. And it, it's so so good. The the like the licensed radio music, which you probably don't have much experience with, I thought it was eh. I thought it was fine. Like it was unoffensive to me, but also like not good <laughs> like it was just kind of generic sounding um which is kind of sad because like cyberpunk is a genre that i associate with music quite a bit like when i think about vangelis or akira and stuff you know right thinking about the that kind of music um and and it doesn't have much of that but but i thought the score like I, like i said the score is awesome i've listened to a couple of the tracks oh the the samurai songs like johnny silverhand's band mm -hmm. are amazing i love them i, I love that I haven't heard enough of them, to be honest, because I was playing with no music really? like the whole time. And oh, I just really, recently yeah. started doing the side missions with, and actually having music turned on. And I've been loving mm. it so far, but I haven't really mm. paid attention to what I'm listening to yet. Um, it's mostly mm. just been combat music or combat audio and, and then like the occasional like song that's playing during driving. But I barely drive in this game. I like walking so <laughs> or running. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely drove a bit. I, I thought the driving felt fine for some cars i know a lot of people have been complaining about it i thought with the controller it felt very passable like from from games like this i don't expect them to have good driving is the thing like mm. i'm very much a forza kid and that's what i'm used to and like other games just kind of feel like shit compared to it if right. that makes sense but like but it's on par with like watchdogs or something i think it's it's fine. Like it's floaty, but it's, it, it gets the job done. I can get from point A to point B without too much issue. Mm -hmm. Um, I had, a talking about the AI, I thought I'd try to find a clip and I do have one <laughs> where it's like, just kind of shows how they're not, I think it's a mixture of AI, but also enemy types. Cause something I was talking about today with a, with another coworker again, um, he's someone who's actually playing through the whole game right now, so I'm not spoiling anything for him, but I, we've been going back and forth. And uh, before I get into anything here, um, the types of enemies is very lacking. And I was quite disappointed in mm -hmm. different gangs not having... Like, I, if they do have different styles of combat, I do not notice them. Because uh, yeah, a game that is not shoot. doing very well right now, but does the different factions very well, is Division 2. The Division mm, 2 yeah. has, like, some great diversity in enemies. They have, like, flamethrower mm -hmm. guys, and they have, like, th all these different factions, and some, like, that try to flank you more, some that are more focused on yeah, just getting tactics, up in your face. And, weapons. like, man, the 
you know, you have enemies with shields. Like, we have smart bullets that track and home in on enemies behind cover. Don't you think you'd be smart to have an enemy that has a certain kind of smart cover that <laughs> protects them against smart bullets? I, I, some, yeah. some kind of drone on their shoulder that, like, zaps the bullets away or something like that. So I don't even know what how you do it, but... But I think there's a way to figure it out if you were a developer. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, having different types of enemies that do different things other than just stand there and shoot would be ideal. So what I have is not, it's just a combat with, I'm going to switch over to it. It's just purely me using this assault rifle that I, and I'm playing on very hard here, okay? And, mm -hmm. and just so keep that in mind. I'm playing on very hard, hardest difficulty, and it's just one of those little like blue marks on the open world where it's just like, you know, there's a bunch of enemies here, clear them all out. And I start out by trying to do some like hacking stuff, but then you'll see quickly I just realize I'm just going to aim and shoot at everyone. So I'm just going to start it here. Uh, I was going to say if you're listening to audio, but I guess audio doesn't really exist right now. I guess it's sort of. Yeah, I'm hacking a bunch of guys, double jump up onto the roof, homing in, shooting a ton of guys now. Yeah. Poison one. Short circuit him too. Go to another one. I'm looking at him. I'll... Then I just realized, okay, why am I doing this? Yeah, just jump in. There. One guy left. Let's see where he is because I poisoned him. And then I yeah. just zap him. <laughs> Done. Yeah, not really any resistance at all. <laughs> no, not at all. So I'm yeah. switching back now. But like that kind of thing was very like i don't know that's a spot on the map that you're like oh i'm gonna go clear that out and that's all it is uh <laughs> that's not very yeah. like the, the closest the closest i found to like diverse enemy types was sometimes you'd be fighting nomads and they don't actually have any cyberware so some hacks don't do anything against them because there's nothing to hack mm. and i thought i thought that was cool like that was a cool Ooh. little bit of diversity where i'm like oh shit i can't rely on this ability right here um but but still, when you actually fight them, they... Then yeah, you saw my gun, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Or the smart guns. It's not even my gun. It's just any of those types of weapons, right? Where, mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, that Yeah, like, for me, that was just... Ah, that's... I want there to be more to it, you know? Like, I want there mm -hmm. to be more effects, more things going on that... But uh, they either make it slower, because it's more RPG-focused, or make it have a lot more going on, because you're so fast, and there's so much action, and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... Anyways, uh, I think we're kind of getting to the end of what spoiler-free review will be, and I think we're like a little over an hour or two. So, um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I I guess I'll just touch on one more part because this was just a UI thing that I thought okay. was weird. Um, just a really quick one. This isn't so much a negative as much of as much of a as an observation. Um, mm -hmm. in a few games I've played recently, when you're playing on controller versus mouse and keyboard and you're doing a first person shooter they give you the option i know destiny does this and borderlands 3 does this where you can lower actually where the crosshairs are so normally on pc your crosshairs and where you're shooting is in the center of your screen but on console it's actually lowered a bit and uh it's because with a controller for some reason it's just like it takes up less of your screen it's a little bit lower it's about maybe 10 15 percent lower 
like of, of, of your screen size. And uh, I didn't know that actually. That's and interesting. It, and it actually was noticeable to me at first, not in a negative way, super, but it was just like, oh, that's weird. Why am I like so, why is my aimer so, or my crosshair so high, you know? And so mm-hmm. just something I wanted to point out. Like, I hope they add that because uh, um, I just find it feels nicer. And I like having your, your mm-hmm. hands and your gun not take up like half of your screen. So. Uh, it's it's a weird thing. I I don't know what it is about it, but uh, yeah, two popular games that have done it: Borderlands Three and Destiny. Um, and uh, it definitely feels better with a controller to have the crosshair lowered. But yeah, that's yeah. uh that's all I have to say on the game before we get into spoilers here, because I'm excited to talk about <laughs> everything else. Me too. Me too. There's definitely a lot I want to <laughs> touch on still, but all of it is about like the writing and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I will hold off on. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that is part one. <laughs> There's part one. So wanna, for everybody, an outro. we're gonna have we're gonna be recording this right the next part right after this, but it'll be up next week, and uh, and so that we can enjoy the holidays without having to worry about that. Um, yeah. What we're gonna do is end this episode now, and uh, just remind everyone: please subscribe, like to my channel. I would really appreciate it. That way, you can just you know stay informed on all of our videos that we have going up. Um, all of our links are in the description below. Uh, if you want to check out Ziggy uh, at Ziggy Hickson pretty much everywhere and in all those links and me at Niccolo pretty much everywhere as well. So yeah, with all that being said, do you want to give your uh, opinion on whether or not people should buy the game, Ziggy? I would say right. I would say hold off. I think in the state it's in right now, even if you're on PC, I would say wait six months or like even when some of that free dlc comes i think it would be a better 60 dollars, or it probably won't even be 60 dollars then and i think for what the game is now is a bad time to drop 60 bucks on the game and if you're in it if you're just like dying to see what this game is go for it it's it is buggy and stuff but like you said if you're okay with that it's not unplayable on pc and even I've heard people playing it on a PS4 Pro or a PS5. They said it like it obviously doesn't look as good as PC, but it runs okay. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's still playable. Um, so I mean, if you're like super, super, super out of your mind hyped for it, yeah, I'd probably go for it. But if you're like I was and interested, but like not needing this game in your veins, I would say <laughs> wait a bit. Wait, wait till it's more stable. Wait till it's has maybe a little bit more fleshed out stuff in it you know i i think it could definitely be a lot better then mm-hmm. yeah i agree with most of that yeah if uh you have it on base console don't buy it right now uh definitely yeah, no, like i haven't played it but seen enough and i'm sure everyone else has seen enough it's not worth getting right now um if sony has made it <laughs> available to if they've taken it off the store and made it so you can re- refund the game you know it's not worth getting right now that being said, if you're okay, like like you said, Ziggy, if you're okay with losing progress at times or having a game that does break out on occasion but is a ton of fun to play when it works and uh, you just, like, you really want to get in and play it a bit and just, if you're okay with losing progress, get it. If you're not, if you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to spend 10 hours in a game and then possibly have to go back, then I would say save often and <laughs> or don't get it. <laughs> you know um yeah so yeah that, that that's my opinion all right actually one thing i want to touch on too yeah just if you do buy it in its current state right now um 
the moment you get a hint something might be broken, reload and fix it. Like, don't don't fuck around with that. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Nick saw, it can really bite you in the ass. Like, mm-hmm. if you... I There's a couple times where, like, yeah, Emisha was being weird, and I thought about moving on, like, no, 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 I want to fix this right now. Like, after hearing your story... And, and I've never had any of those big progress losses, personally. It, at most, it was, like, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, save often and... And don't don't ignore any issues with your game because you'll regret it. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole reason why I I lost that much progress. I I saw the issue and thought, you know what, it's probably gonna be fine when I come back to it later. Went and played another eight to ten hours, and I regretted it. Had to go from level twenty two back to level fourteen <laughs> and replay like Oof. probably a one sixth of the story. So. Oof. Yeah, it was not not a blast. But anyways, that's been today's episode. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Keep peeking that screen. (laughs) That's my new outro. (laughs) Thank you.